Hey, what's up? It's Dale, and uh, welcome to my podcast to a new episode that I'm calling Church United. You really gotta check it out because it's gonna be awesome, guys. We're gonna be discussing some stuff that's going to be deep, and that's going to be foundational, some foundational stuff about the church, about unity, and about finding uh, who we are in Christ, you know? So, you know, uh, I welcome you to the podcast if you're new. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. And uh, feel free, whatever views you have, whatever you believe, uh, feel free to just listen in. Don't feel unwelcome, but you're welcome here. Just like it is our duty to welcome all. Um, uh, today, as I said, I'm going to be discussing like a church united. That's a message that's that the Holy Spirit was like when I recorded that. When I recorded the last podcast, he was like, "You're recording this next," and I was like, "Okay." So let's see how this goes. Let's see how we do it. And by the help of God, we're gonna do it. We're gonna achieve it. Whatever it is that God calls us to do, whatever it is that God wants us to do. So again, feel free to share this with your friends. Um, to like and subscribe if you can. I don't know, you know, on uh, Spotify you follow. I don't know about other podcasting things because my phone is outdated. But anyway, it's enough for the moment being. But anyway, yeah, that's besides the point. Let's get to it, okay? So we're discussing a church united and. Uh, that just came to me when I was just thinking, why so much division in the church? Why can't we all just agree? I was thinking, I like, I dislike, or I don't like criticism. So I thought, why so much division in the church? And uh, why do so many disagree with each other based on views? The thing is, uh, whether we like it or not, we're all gonna have our opinions. But if we put though, if we put all that in the way of fellowshipping with each other, because what God calls us to is unity. Because we see in in the prayers of Jesus in John 17, in the prayer of Jesus in John 17, He says uh, that they would be one, even as we are one. He repeated it three times. It, it's in John 17, 11, 17, 21. In 1722 so yeah he repeated it three times meaning that it must be important that the that we be one even as he God is one I really like uh, um, verse 22 how it ties it all together they would be one in us even if we are one so yeah really really that's um yeah and uh, we're just going to be discussing that and seeing the body of Christ. What is the body of Christ? I don't know what that is. That is the church. And the church is not a building. The church is a community. The church is a family. The church is bigger than we thought. The church is made up of all these family members who who have gone on um, of all these uh, family members who are some are in the bible some are not mentioned some from even the times of adam and eve some from the time some from the from the time 
of Noah, you know, the, that's the church. That's the church. Those before the time of Jesus, those from the time of Jesus. So it's not just us who are on earth who are the church. It's like, I don't know, maybe more than half of the church already in heaven. So, yeah, that's that's very good. That's really, really great. So I want to start off in John 17, uh, in my Bible right here, besides me. And you know what? I've been really liking the Bible. It's a good book. It's like one of those good books. Like it's one of those books that you want to read more. You wish to read more and you make a way to read more, you know? And everything, I've been liking the Bible so far. And you know, there, there's some parts of the Bible I still don't understand it because they're like, oh, bummer. So, and I think, and the other day I thought, and the Holy Spirit just spoke to me and said, if you understood those parts, you wouldn't be sad about what it says there. In fact, you would be so excited that you would be preaching it. Okay. Now we're in John 17. Let's start at 11. In 11, it says, now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to you, Holy Father. Keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are. There's like a little C in my Bible. It's the NKJV. There's a little C that's a reference to John 10, 30, but I'm not going there right now. Let's read the next one, 21, where it says, That they may be, that they all may be one, as you, Father, are in me and I in you. That they may be, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. The glory which you gave me, I have given them, that they may be one, just as you are one. 23, listen to 23. I and them and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one, that the world may know that you have sent me, that you have sent me, and you have loved them as you have loved me. Okay. This is Jesus making his, making his pleadings, to, pleading to the Father about what he wants for us. It's like one of the best things about Christianity is fellowship. Fellowship with God and fellowship with each other. It's one of the best things. And if we if we devalue that part of Christianity, then we won't get to enjoy the fullness of all that it is, the support and the the just the amazing community that is the Christian community. I know there's some Christians who there are all there are Christians. There are a lot of Christians, but there are a lot of Christians. But many are like have withdrawn themselves or like really many have withdrawn themselves and are like closed up when really they should be like, you know, when really they should be, um, uh, when really they should be in a community, which is why we talk about stuff like attending church. Like some are like I'm an introvert, um, others are extroverts in church. But in church, there's no need because in church there should be no judgment, which is one of the reasons for the division. It's playing judge. Some people are playing judge. Remember the Bible tells us, and it's not Paul that tells us, but the Bible tells us to not judge uh, 
before it is time. The Bible tells us that there will be a time. It also it tells us that do you not know that you will also judge angels? So there will be a time when we will judge. But we should not judge before it is time. Right now, we are still right now we we are as we are on earth to avoid our opinions getting in the way of our judgment and to avoid many other things god has made it so that we so that so that we do not judge right now it's amazing what we're called to but if you play judge and you're like you start talking to somebody and you start judging what they believe in when even if what they may believe in or what they may believe about God is wrong really what you shouldn't do is play judge but instead what you should do is play a good role of a good shepherd of a good sheep of a good sheep good sheep the role of a good sheep is to lead the other sheep that that may be lost to just love them and in showing them that love of Christ and that love of Christ will penetrate their heart of stone and reveal and by that love of God will penetrate their heart of stone and the Holy Spirit who, who is the one in control. You also have to trust the process of the Holy Spirit. Be patient with the Holy Spirit. He knows what he is doing. Um, so as a, word, as a new generation is rising, my call is that you would not play judge. But instead that you would play the role of a good son. Like Jesus played the role of loving us even though we were the prodigals. So even if you may believe that the person is wrong. For all you know you might even be wrong. So humble yourself. That's the next point. First point was playing judge. Next point is pride. Pride is the reason. Pride comes before the fall right pride comes before the fall the bible does tell us that pride comes before the fall so we should really do our best to avoid pride because pride is this thing where we esteem ourselves higher than we should when really all we are we may seem something else to the world but all we are is just children all we are is just children jesus calls us to be like the little children because the kingdom of God belongs to them. The kingdom of God belongs to those that are like children. That Because children are humble. Children trust in what their parents tell them. They believe. It's not being gullible. Because God does not tell a lie. But it's just believing in what God says. God being our father. God being our savior, God being our helper, trusting God in all his processes that he will do what he promises to do. So we should really humble ourselves. We should really humble ourselves and to humble ourselves uh, is to submit ourselves to God. Submit yourself therefore unto God, James tells us. And also the fear of the Lord. You see, the fear of the Lord that uh, is the submission of the Lord is what I have found. It may be more than the submission of the Lord, but it's not being afraid of God, but it's submitting to God, knowing who He is, uh, being both Father and Judge, you know? Being both our loving, caring Father and being Almighty God. It's like knowing His power 
And like it's both terrifying and wonderful. And it's not something that should scare us like so much. Which is why there needs to be like a balance in what we believe in. Okay. So humble ourselves. Uh, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The Bible does tell us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So if we fear the Lord. We, it's a beginning of wisdom. It says that he let him who wants to be great be the least among you. Let he, yeah, the Bible does tell us that. Let him who wants to be great be the least among you. So if you want to be great, then if you really want to serve God and you didn't come to please people, you're not on earth to please people, to please each other. You're really here what you're doing when you do something and uh, the Holy Spirit is eating you into it. You're really doing it for God. And there will be a reward for that. For example, let's say you are doing a chore and uh, the Holy Spirit is leading you into that. And it, it's like, you're not doing it for them. You're not doing it for, you're not doing it. You're doing it the work that you're called to do. And this work has a reward to it. So, yeah, we've covered pride. We've covered uh, Playing judge. And uh, here's another point. Trying to speak for God without his enabling. Trying to defend God. Trying to speak for God without his enabling. Trying to defend God. God can defend himself. If people don't see him, then we got to trust God. Really, really, really trust God. Um... When we try to defend God without Him innate, we, when we try to defend God instead of trying to, God does not play the defense part. God plays the offense part. You know, even Satan, whatever Satan's doing, God sees it all, and God is, and God can say, Satan, stop right now, anytime. So God is capable of doing anything. He can change the way that the universe works. In any second. If you wanted to. So. Trying to defend God. Without his enabling. It's part of the reason. That it would it would lead to you. Giving people false opinions. So whatever you do. You gotta check. You gotta check your motives. And also. Check. Always check your motive. Check why am I doing this? Am I doing it this to to defend uh, what people think about me, or am I doing this to glorify God that His name should be lifted high above all? You see, Jesus was spoken against badly against, but He always spoke the truth. He never once tried to defend Himself, but He always tried to. To, to give others an image of what the Father is like. Of what the kingdom of God is like. It's an amazing thing that we've been to really. My next point uh, is refusing to let people discover the truth for themselves. See, like a child who's trying to learn to walk. You can't always be helping them to walk and holding them like that. Sometimes you gotta let them try it on their own. And if they fall you're gonna catch them it's the same way with people sometimes you gotta let them discover the truth for themselves 
trusting God and trusting in his process. So if you try to enforce something upon people instead of letting them discover it for themselves, uh, getting the word of God and discover and prove for themselves what is that good and acceptable will of God. You know which verse I'm coding? Romans 12. Romans 12. Two. I'm quoting Romans 12. Two, that you would know what is that good and perfect will of God. That let them know and discover for themselves when they get their minds renewed. And how do we get our minds renewed? And what is refreshing? What can you think of that's refreshing? I can think of water. And Jesus talks to the Samaritan, to the Samaritan woman and tells her that I have the waters. If once you drink, you don't need to keep coming back to this well. The woman probably thought the woman probably thought he had some magic water that would that would quench her thirst, her physical thirst, and she she wouldn't need to come back to the well. But what he was talking about was, I have the waters. He was saying that I am that water. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Through him everything was made, and without him nothing that was made has been made. But I'm getting besides the point. Okay, we've, so we've made four points so far. Pride, playing judge, trying to speak for God without his enabling. That is trying to defend God. And next point is refusing to let people discover the truth for themselves. You should really let people discover the truth for themselves. Pray for them that God would open their eyes. You see, one of the most important things that we can do when praying for people that they should come to the revelations that God would open their eyes just like e- Elisha or Elijah did for his for his servant Gehazi who didn't see who didn't see those that were for them so we God answered that prayer so we know that God answers that that kind of prayer our the bible is our guide God answers those kinds of prayers God opened their eyes that they should see the truth and trust that God is doing whatever he is, no matter what it seems like. And remember, the, 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 the spiritual world is more real than the physical world. So whatever it may seem like in the physical. For example, for example, see, 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 see. Um, in the spiritual world, somebody may be dealing with something. But in the physical world, you may not even know that. You won't even know that. It won't even seem like it. So, so that's, that's, that's really all about it. I want to encourage you all to get in the word of God. And uh, that's not me speaking, by the way. That's the Holy Spirit speaking. He is reminding me of that as I'm speaking. Um, to remind us all to get into the word of God because it is our manual. And if we want to discover and to know what it is that God has for our lives, uh, then we really got to get in this word. It's a wonderful word. It's the word. It's the truth. It's life. To those, the words that I speak to you are spirit and their life. Jesus said that. John 6, 63, I think. Yeah. But keep on going. Keep fighting the good fight. And also, if you have anything, if you have anything that you are dealing with, feel free to comment and to to comment or whatever you can or to message me if you can uh, um, if you can and uh, we'll stand together and pray 
and pray whatever you're believing in. So again, whatever you may be dealing with, I don't have the answers, but we're going to believe together for the answer. So again, <laughs> I don't feel like closing. I really don't feel like closing. I feel like there's just so much more to discuss. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. That's just the beginning of what really is. I encourage you all to just study this further and to try to reach out to people. And the way love conquers all. You ever heard that phrase? Love conquers all. Um, That's a true phrase. That love does conquer all. If you want to conquer division, conquer it with love. Because a house divided cannot stand. Jesus did say that. Jesus is the same person who prayed for us that we should be one. Even as we, even as he, God, three in one, is one. I want to read a few more verses before closing. We have 2 Corinthians 5, 16 and 17. 2 Corinthians 5, 16 and 17. It says, therefore, from now on, we regard no one... According to the flesh, even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet we know him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. So we regard no one according to the flesh. We regard no one according to their cover. Do you ever heard the phrase, don't judge a book by its cover? Yeah, that's a really good phrase. I mean, like all these phrases are coming in handy. Um, Don't. Don't judge a book by its cover. You know, listen, because God can use anyone and can speak through anyone. So don't don't get yourself in pride, refusing to listen to anything new. Quick to listen, slow to speak. Quick to listen, so to speak. Always be listen, be, listen, be listening, and the Holy Spirit. Is the one who will convict you whether this is truth, whether this is not. But if you don't listen at all, then you will never know. You will never know. Um, that's the new creation. That's saying, um, if about the fact how someone may seem, don't be afraid to approach them and reach out to them. But instead, show love to them. And show concern for them. Just give it a try. Give it a try. And see what God is trying to say through this person. And see what God would be trying to say through that song. And see what God is what God is trying to preach through that person. And see what God... God speaks through a lot of people. There are a lot of things. He can speak through anyone. So always be listening, okay? Next, we have like um, the reason for the difference. Another reason for the difference is that others are unwilling to admit that they're not the same. That they're not the same. Others are unwilling to admit that they're not the same. See, for example, one, one person may, you know what, you know what I mean, right? So Paul gives us an example like, I think he does, but okay. Anyway, I heard this example that if the eye, if an eye 
says no I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to if the hand says to the eye no I don't want to be the hand I want to see so it's like let's say the eye is like let's say that's a member of the body right yeah let's say that's one person that that's one person in the church telling another member do not be like the, the way you are you have to be like me because I'm really good at being me okay so if you're so it's like that it's like that you can't force anybody to be different but instead accept their difference is the way that puzzle pieces are different are different but in the end they come together to make up all these beautiful pieces all this beautiful picture okay um so do not force it so if anyone seems a bit weird or a bit odd instead just love them love them and get to know who they are instead of deciding what you think of them or trying to make them like you instead okay so be willing to accept that people are different and that and when the different parts come together they make up something truly wonderful different members of the body um next we have uh, the body that has come together the church we have that we really we have that we have in revelations 21 9 to 11 i really i was just looking about parts about the bodies or members and see what i could find this is what this is what it says okay uh, it says, then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls filled with the seven last plagues came to me and talked with me, saying, Come, I will show you the, bri- the bride, the lamb's wife. And that is uh, not, not it, that always scared me when, we, when they always said the bride of Christ or the wife of Christ. That always scared me. But really what it means is Christ's companion. You know, it's a way of describing it but friend would not describe it it friend would not describe it just nearly enough but it's in a way so deep and so strong and he carried me away verse 10 and he carried me away in the spirit to a great high mountain and show me the great city the holy jerusalem descending out of heaven from god having the glory of god her light was like a most precious stone like a jasper stone clear as crystal so we see the beauty of the church and when you continue it's like it's talking about the city but really it's the city is not the walls of the city the city is uh, the people of the city just think about that um now this is I always feel like you know I always think like everything ends with a relation where everything is made new yeah so yeah so when we come together as a church in all our differences we can be strong we can stand strong really when we come together and we and in this war we can fight a really wonderful fight when we come together we can make this really wonderful God Jesus believed for it and if he prayed for it, then it will come true. And we ought to believe for it. We we, we ought to have crazy faith about it. And just believe for it too. So, when we come together in this war and stand strong together, we will overcome. 
we will overcome. Not just me and Jesus. Not just not just you and Jesus. But you and Jesus first. Then we together and Jesus, you know. That's that, that that's amazing. So really thank you for listening and uh, I hope this encouraged you. Reach out, reach out to me uh and uh, you know, communicate with me if you can. And I'll see um there's uh, the way by the ways of Facebook. Uh, my account name is just Diabunda, you know, you'll the one that's that has a picture like that is a picture of um there's a there's a picture like God whispers truth but the devil shouts out lies. On Instagram it's Dale small letter D Dale dot small letter K Kabunda dot ninety. Um yeah that's that's how you'll find me on Instagram. And on, let's see, I'm just checking my ways of communicating. Um, let's see. Um, my number on WhatsApp is 06, uh, it's plus 2767836836. So again, thank you for listening. Reach out to me. And uh, we'll stand, I'll keep on praying for you and praying with you, whatever you're believing in. It's not about asking God something new. It's about claiming to God and believing God in what he promised, what he's already done, what he's already promised, and what he already has. It's just materializing. It's just building up your faith. So I'll see you next time. Bye. about it for this time so join me next time where we're going to be discussing something new don't know what it is yet but by the help of the holy spirit i will find out and we'll get into it into the studying and the discovering of god and who he is okay bye